Jingle bells, Batman smells, Robin laid my wife. Wait, whoa, what, what? Hold on. Uh, hey, everybody, Harland Williams here. Robin did not lay my wife. Welcome to the Harland Highway podcast. That's where you are. Okay, settle down. That's where you are. Uh, wild show today. Uh, we are going to be talking about uh, Selena Gomez again. And wait till you see what she leads us into. She leads us, she kind of leads us into a, a kind of cultural and interesting place, believe it or not. Um, also, uh, we're going to be hearing from a gentleman who called the show before, uh, Mr. Fazestad from the Middle East, and he's going to be addressing, uh, you know, the, the horrible events that have been happening around the world, the terrorist events. Uh, something, he's going to be talking to us about the meaning behind Allah Allah Akbar, I believe, and, uh, the connotations behind that. Uh, I'm sure it'll be a very pr- provocative conversation, a very uh, interesting conversation, and frankly, a conversation that probably needs to be had, uh, as I don't believe the term Allah Allah Akbar belongs to the terrorist groups, but it belongs to all Muslims, uh, so we're going to get into it. Also, uh, phone calls from you, the Pavement Pounders. Just a great podcast here today on the Heartland Highway. Where am I? What is this? Some kind of a joke or something? Welcome to the Heartland Highway. What you talking about, Willis? Son, you got a panty on your head. Shut up and sit down, you big bald fuck. Oh, God, what's happening here? Hey, Harland, it's Shelly. You just made a wrong turn onto the Harland Highway. We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other thing. Not because they are easy, but because they are hard. That is fantastic. (laughs) What's wrong with everybody in this crazy place? The Harland Highway. (gasps) What is it? The opening? To what? To another dimension. This is Harland Williams. You're a bad man. You're a very bad man. That is fantastic. Ring jingling, ring jingling. Yes, it's December. Hello, hello, hello. The last month of the year, 2015, but a celebratory month of the year. Christmas is upon us. Oh, I do love it so. My favorite holiday, Christmas. Uh, but can you believe we are in December, flirtle nergens and schlafloggeschloggens? I mean, this is crazy. How do these years get by us so quickly, man? I don't like it. It's like, it's like January, you're going back to the gym, you've made all these New Year's resolutions, no more drinking Coke, no more smoking, no more drinking, I'm going to work out. And then Boom! The year's gone. Wow. But here we are, uh, December. Uh, We're going to be doing a lot of fun Christmassy stuff here, holiday stuff on the podcast. Uh, Wally, Wally, uh, Santa's number one elf, is uh, calling in from the workshop. And uh, we're going to. Excuse me, Harlan. You've got a phone call on line eight. Okay, well, I'm talking here, so I don't. Harlan, the hotline. I heard you, but I'm. Yes. Yeah, there's someone on the hotline. Okay, who is it? What? Oh, that guy? Yeah, Fazistad. The the guy from the Middle East? Okay, okay. Roger just held up the card with the guy's name on it. 
Uh, Fazi Stad is a gentleman from the uh, the Middle East, Mr. Fazi Stad. We don't have his first name. I don't know why. Do we have his first name, Roger? No. He said Roger's saying no. So it's Mr. Fazi Stad, and uh, we had him on the show not too long ago, and he was talking about, uh, you know, the tensions between uh, – the Middle East and and uh, Middle Eastern cultures and Muslim culture and all that stuff, kind of how that whole uh, that whole line between all the cultures is getting a bit rocky and a bit uh, volatile, and especially in light of all the stuff that 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 you know has been going on lately, the the, the terrorism, the horrible events in France, uh, you know, the, just people are getting on edge, people's fears are getting ramped up, so. I think uh, Mr. Fazestad is here today to talk about ways we can kind of quell the anxiety. Uh, I think he's here to talk about, am I right, Roger? He's here to talk about ways to kind of bridge the gap between all cultures and, yeah, okay. So let, let's get him on the line. Roger, can you put him through? Where's he calling from? The Middle East. Okay. Uh, put him through, uh, Mr. Fazestad. Here we go. Uh, hello, Mr. Fozzie Stott. Are you there, sir? Hello, Mr. Williams. How are you today? Uh, yes. Hello, sir. How are you? I'm very good, Mr. Williams. How are you today? Uh, doing great, sir. Thank you for calling in. How are you today, Mr. Williams? Uh, I'm doing really good, sir. How are you today, Mr. Williams? I, I said I'm doing good, sir. If we could just, you know, get get to the topic. How are you today, Mr. Williams? I'm good, Mr. Fazistad. Can can we uh can we get to the topics here? Of course, Mr. Williams. It's good to be uh, talking on your show again. Uh. Well, it's good to have you, sir. And uh, I remember last time we talked extensively uh, about the the burqa as a point of contention between the two cultures. Yes, Mr. Williams. Last time I was on your show, I talked about the burqa. I'm sorry. The burqa. The burqa. That's right. We talked about the burqa and how people, uh, most of people, are around the world are intimidated by the burqa. They're, yes, they are intimidated by the burqa, but I, th- I think you had some interesting solutions. Thank you very much, Mr. Williams. I appreciate that from the deepest chambers of my heart. I'm sorry, sir? The chambers of my heart. The chambers of your heart? That's correct, Mr. Williams. Okay, well, we talked about the burqa, but apparently you have something new. That uh, you uh, you apparently are selling uh, you're selling it in the Middle East and you want to uh, find a distributor over here in the United States to sell uh, what exactly is it? Akbar. Excuse me. Akbar. Are you saying Allah Allah Akbar, sir? That's right, Mr. Williams. Allah Akbar. Isn't that as a saying that doesn't that mean God, the love of Allah, the love of God loves Allah or something? Mr. Williams, 
Al-Akbar is what I'm trying to sell all over the globe to help people understand and, and feel more comfortable with the, the, the saying Al-Akbar. Okay, well, I don't know if, if you can sell Al-Akbar, sir. And, and in fact, I think that's a phrase that instills fear into the hearts of people. Uh, unfortunately, it's it's the phrase or the the term that that terrorists seem to yell just seconds before they 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 detonate suicide bombs or or start shooting or you know causing uh, horrible terrorist destruction and, and terminating human lives. Exactly, Mr. Williams. Uh, the, uh, the, the, um, the radical Muslims have bastardized Al-Akbar. They, did you say they bastardized it? Yes, Mr. Williams. They bastardized Al-Akbar. Okay, I, I believe you're right. I, I, I agree with that. They have bastardized Al-Akbar, and, and it's, it's a horrible thing. But you say you've got a way to make it more palatable, more more enticing, more relatable for, for people who are probably horrified to hear that phrase. Precisely, Mr. Williams. Let me ask you this, please. Do you like a chocolatey treats? I'm sorry? Do you like a chocolatey treat uh, in your mouth? Do you like to chew a chocolatey treat? Are you asking me if I like chocolatey treats? Yes, Mr. Williams, a chocolatey treat. Yeah, yes, I think most people enjoy a chocolatey treat. I would like to introduce to you, Mr. Williams, Al-Akbar. Excuse me? I would like you to try one of my Al-Akbars. I, I don't think I follow, sir. Did you say you want me to try one of your Al-Akbars? Yes, Mr. Williams, delicious chocolatey treat. Wait a minute, a delicious chocolatey treat? Al-Akbar! What? Uh, what are you saying? I'm not. I'm not following. Al-Akbar, Mr. Williams, my new chocolate bar. Chocolate bar. Al-Akbar, chocolate bar. Hold on a second, Mr. Fuzzy Stad. Oh, you can hold on to it. It's very delicious. Hold it in your hand. Eat my Al-Akbar. Uh, hang on, are you telling me that Ala Ala Akbar is a chocolate bar? Yes, Mr. Williams, it's not different from the Marzabar. What? The Marzabar. The Mars bar? Delicious chocolate treat or the $100,000 bar. The $100,000 bar. How about a delicious a Milky Way bar or a Snickers bar, Mr. Williams? Are you telling me your Snickers bar, Milky Way bar? Don't forget the Kit Kat, Mr. Williams. Kit Kat? Delicious Kit Kat bar. And now delicious chocolatey bar. Hold on, sir. Hold on. No, hang on. I don't know that you can make a, a chocolate bar called the Ala Ala Akbar. 
I don't know why, Mr. Williams. Have you ever gone through the middle of your day and suddenly maybe you're feeling a little low on energy or you need a little pick-me-up? Well, yeah, I think everybody every now and then needs a little energy boost. May I offer you a Twix bar, Mr. Williams? A Twix bar? Oh, you don't want a Twix bar, Mr. Williams? How about an Alakamar? Okay, sir, can you not yell it? I'm just telling you the name of my product, Mr. Williams. When you go to the store, you say, Alakamar! Okay, see, I don't think you can do that, because if you... If you yell Allah Allah Akbar in a crowded store, I think people are going to hit the ground screaming. And this is why, Mr. Williams, I want to introduce the chocolate treat Allah Allah Akbar so people become used to hearing hearing Allah Allah Akbar and they no longer equate Allah Allah Akbar with a terrorist attack. But when they hear Allah Allah Akbar... They think of a delicious a chocolatey treat with a caramel. With what? Chewy, chewy caramel, Mr. Williams. Chewy, chewy caramel. Hold on. You want to go into a crowded store, yell Allah, Allah, Akbar. Allah, Akbar. Okay. And you want, you want people to hear that and get thoughts and images of a delicious chocolatey treat? With chewy, chewy caramel. With chewy, chewy caramel. Caramel, Mr. Williams. Everybody loves chewy, chewy caramel. And in the Alala Akbar, we put chewy, chewy caramel. We have chocolate and nougat. We have delicious almonds. I love to put almonds inside and the crunchy, crunchy peanut in the Alala Akbar. Sir, I just... Listen... I, I, I understand the need to, for societies, modern societies, to get a grasp of each other's cultures and, and find a way to tone all the rhetoric down and, 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 I don't know, get people used to each other's sayings and, and differences and trying to sort out the good from the bad, but, but you know, marketing a chocolate bar called Allah Allah Akbar seems... I don't know that that's the way to go. Allah Akbar! Please? What? When you go to the grocery store, people hear Allah Allah Akbar, but then you say please. When you ask for the chocolate bar treat, when you say please, it takes the edge off of yelling Allah Allah Akbar! Allah, Allah, Akbar, please. That's it, Mr. Williams. You, you got it. You got it so much. It's going to be a delicious. And I hope to find a wonderful marketing marketer in the United States of America globally and maybe... Well, I don't, I don't know that that's going to fly, sir. I mean, what does this chocolate bar even look like? How is it, how is it wrapped? Well, Mr. Williams, we have a very wonderful wrap for the Alala Akbar. Uh, we wrap it in a small uh, burka. Excuse me? And it's like a, a cellophane burka. A cellophane burka? 
That's right, Mr. William. A cellophane burka. It's all black. It's a alalak bar on it. And then there are little opening near the top of the chocolatey alalak bar. And we have two chocolate covered almonds sticking out. It looks like ice. Hold on. You have a. Ch- you have the alalak bar wrapped in a black cellophane wrapper that looks like a burka. And at the top, there's an opening where two almonds stick out, like eyes. Yes, Mr. William. Do you ever hear the chocolate about Almond Joy? Yes, Almond Joy is an old uh, staple in the chocolate bar menu around in, in America. That's right, Mr. Williams. And each Almond Joy, they have a chocolate-covered almond sticking out. Okay. Well, we have borrowed from that idea at Al-Akbar, and uh, the, we have our two chocolate-covered ornaments sticking out of the burka like ice. Oh, my God. You know, Fazestad, this just isn't, isn't going to cut it, I don't think. Mr. William, picture yourself. You walk in the crowded grocery store. You're standing at the counter. You've been shopping, your arms are tired, your legs are tired, you need a little pick-me-up. You look down, you see the bubble gums, you see the magazines, you see the chips, you see the breast mints, you see all the chocolate at the bars. And sitting there staring back at you through its burka, the delicious chocolatey eyes of the Al-Al-Akbar. And you feel, oh, that will be a nice pick-me-up. I would like a Al-Al-Akbar, please. You see? Okay, you know, I I don't think people are going to take to this idea. I hate to say it, Fazestad, but it, it might even be a borderline insensitive. I mean, these are troubled times we're in. These are these are tumultuous times. People are dying, and I don't know that the world's ready to, to you know for peace to happen emerge through a candy bar called Ala Ala Akbar. I'm sorry, sir. I wish maybe you could just give her a chance if you could only taste it in your mouth, the chewy caramel, that wonderful chocolate, the nougat. A picture of the chewy caramel. No, I don't want a picture of the chewy caramel. The caramel, Mr. Williams. No, I don't want it. I, I think I think we're done here, sir. I think this. I'm gonna just say it, and I hope you're not offended. This is a horrible, bad idea. Nobody wants the Ala Ala Akbar. Not now, and I don't think ever. Ala Akbar, please. No, even when you say please, it doesn't it doesn't take away from what it is. So no, I thank you for the call, sir. We're, we're gonna go. Alakbar, please. Sir, I've gotta go. Not one, but two. Alakbar with chewy caramel, please. Okay, hang up on him, Roger. God! Good luck. That might be the worst idea I've ever heard in my life. Good Lord. I apologize. That, that that's borderline insensitive. Is he? God. 
I, I mean, at its core, yes. I, I think it's important that we, we have ways to heal. We have ways to bridge the gap between cultures. We have ways to, to make people feel comfortable around things that make us uncomfortable. But by God, I mean, just, just making a chocolate bar called the Ala Ala Akbar? No, no way. It's not going to fly with, with me. So we appreciate the effort. Thank you for the call. Uh, Raj, let, let's move on, man. Wow. Rice a rummy, the San Francisco treat. Hello? Hello? Hey, Harland. It's one of the loyal pavement pounders. Long-time listener, love the show. I uh, was listening to a particular podcast today in which you were talking about the Selena Gomez video for Good For You. And I hadn't seen the video before, and after hearing you editorialize about it, I wanted to check it out, so I did so when I got home from work this evening. And uh, when I listened to the sound clip of the song on your show, it sounded like she was saying good for you. But then when I listened to the sound when I was watching the video later at home, it sounded like she was saying, I want to eat Goya for you. So I was confused. Because the title of the song is Good For You, but it sounded like she was saying, I want to eat Goya for you. So I wasn't sure what that meant. Anyway, so I thought I'd call in and leave a message. Love the show. Chicken chow mein, baby. Ooh. Good ear, good ear. Yes, I was thinking the same thing. When you hear the song, the way she says good, she kind of slurs it. Carries. Right? I'm 14 she kind of like slurs the way she says, she says I want to be good for you, good for you. I think you're right. I think you're right. She might be saying, I want to eat Goya for you. Let, let's let's have a listen. We'll see exactly what she says, because I, I believe you're on to something. Let's see what she says. Here we go. Because I just want to look good for you, good for you. I just want to look good for you, good for you. I just want to eat Goya for you, Goya for you. She might be saying, too, I just want to eat Gouda for you, which is a cheese, a delicious cheese. I just want to eat Gouda for you, Gouda for you. But, you know, let's stick with what you brought up. I just want to eat Goya for you. And you asked me, you said, Harlan, what is it? What does it mean? And I'm going to tell you. Goya is a Spanish artist, a very famous historical artist in the art world uh, Francis Francisco Goya uh, was considered one of the most important Spanish artists of the late 18th and early 19th centuries um, he was uh, immensely successful and uh, he, he I, I mean you've probably seen his work a lot of his work, his most famous work, I find, is he went through a dark phase where he did some uh, some very riveting pieces of... He, he did depictions of what it looked like down in hell, like, uh, like, like seas of lost souls swimming. 
He did uh, pictures of of, of uh, people being uh, stood up at a uh, at a uh, firing squad. Um, he did paintings that that were kind of dealt with themes like insanity, mental asylums, witches, fantastical creatures. Um, some really dark stuff, and it's imagery that I, I'm I'm guessing a lot of you have seen Goya's work. And don't even know it. But it's worth jumping on uh, Google Images and taking a look at, at some of his stuff. Now, he does have some real kind of like regular stuff like portraits and landscapes and things like that. But I urge you to look at some of his darker stuff. Uh, I remember my, my parents, when I was a little boy, had an art book that they kept in the den, and I used to leaf through it, and it had a big section committed to Francis Francisco Goya. And I remember seeing these very nightmarish images where he, he drew creatures and people with, with large rolling eyes, and their eyes seemed to be f- filled with fear and horror, and their mouths kind of hanging open in, in, in horror and, and exasperated gasps. And uh, for one particular artist to kind of capture that mood, that feeling, it's it's very nightmarish. And once you see that imagery, it's hard to shake. I got to say that, that that imagery has stuck in my head ever since I saw it when I was a little boy. I actually had the pleasure of going to, uh, to a gallery here in, uh, in uh, Los Angeles and seeing some of Francisco Goya's uh, work hanging. Um, in, in the gallery. Um, and, uh, I'm sure I've seen it at other galleries. I've been to art galleries all over the world and I'm sure I've seen it, but I remember in particular, uh, they had a, a Francisco Goya, uh, exhibit in the, uh, Getty Museum here in Los Angeles, California, and, uh, really striking, really interesting, uh, artist. So uh, I urge you, like I said, go online and uh, hit hit uh, Google Images or Yahoo Images or whatever you do and do a search of uh, uh, Goya's work, uh, the dark, the darker stuff. And I think it's imagery that will stick in your head for the rest of your life. But uh, let's get back to the topic. So now uh, I'm picturing, um, you know, Selena Gomez this petite little uh, girl, singer, pop star, walking into art galleries all over the world and peeling uh, giant Goya originals off the wall and eating them for her lover. Just just ripping the canvases down and stuffing them in her little mouth and gobbling them down, you know? Just like she's singing to her, to her boyfriend. I just want to eat Goya for you, Goya for you. Poo-poo. I just want to eat Goya for you. Goya. Must have Goya. I want to eat Goya for you, Goya for Excuse me, madam. That's a $900 million original painting. Excuse me. Fuck off, I'm eating Goya. I want to eat Goya. So there you go. Forever I will hear that song and picture her, you know, violating art galleries and eating Goya for people. So I'm glad you called. Thank you. 
excellent question, and uh, I hope I hope it helped you clear that out. Cause I just wanna look good for you, good for you. Uh-huh. I just wanna look good for you, good for you. Uh-huh. Let me show you how. Oh yeah, I could I could just sing that all all day. It's just so sexy and hot and so Goya-ish. Oh, yummy. Harlan, I got a phone call on line six. Oh God. All right, put them, put them through. Who is it? Hello. Oh my God. What the hell, Fuzzy Stad? Mr. Williams, I thought I would call you back because, you know, I realized half the key to marketing a product, to make a product successful. What? To make a product successful. To make a product successful. You need to get the word out. You need to spread the word. And as much as it is a horrible situation when, you know, the, the radical Muslim groups bastardize Allah Akbar, uh, nonetheless, they do not own that thing. They do not uh, have rights to that thing. What they are yelling is that Allah is great, Allah is good, Allah is love. Okay, and your point is? Well, even though they yell Allah Akbar under horrible circumstances, Mr. Williams, whenever the terrorists yell it, it gets excellent free airplay all over the world. What are you saying? CNN, Fox, Sky News, all the major news outlets, they play the terrorists yelling Allah Akbar! Stop yelling that! I am saying, Mr. Williams, free advertise every time a, a radical Muslim ISIS, ISIL, Al Qaeda, the Yalalalal Akbar, free advertising. And so I wanted to say, no, that's the worst idea. That's good Lord, sir. That is just predatory. That's capitalizing on a bad. Situation. I don't want anything to do with your Ala Ala Akbar chocolate bar. Mr. Williams, that chewy caramel and chewy chocolate. I don't care. Caramel, Mr. Williams. I don't care about caramel. Caramel. No. Chewy, chewy caramel, Mr. Williams. No, I said I don't want any chewy... Chewy caramel, Mr. Williams. No! Now stop bugging me. Don't call here anymore. I don't want anything to do with Al Al Akbar. Al Al Akbar! With omens. Stop it. Hang up on him, Roger. We wrap it up in a nice cellophane borka with the almond eyes sticking out. Hang up! Al Akbar! God! Never, I don't want him phoning back. That This chocolate bar is an insult, and he's taking advantage of the whole world and the horrible events that happen. Good, he's gone. Now, he's right in saying that the terrorists don't own the phrase Allah Allah Akbar. Anyone can say it. It's supposed to mean something good. That's fine. But the fact that he he's taking, you know... 
Allah Allah Akbar when terrorists yell it and thinking that's free publicity. That's that's one step too far. Forget it. Jeez. What about the nightclub called Allah Allah Akbar? Get get off the line. Think of a beautiful nightclub, Mr. Williams. We call it the Allah Allah Akbar. People come and drink and have cocktails. Get off the line. Get off. Get him off. Ali Ali Akbar nightclub. Good. You know what? I got to end the show because this idiot's just going to keep calling back. Freaking nut job. Anyways, let's hang it up here, uh, folks. Uh, hey, uh, I know we're, uh, we're into December now. And if you're thinking of uh, getting some fun, silly, unique, original uh, Christmas gifts for your friends and family, uh, please visit harlanwilliams.com. We have a great uh, web store up there. Got some incredible uh, books, DVDs, T-shirts, uh, CDs, digital downloads, all kinds of fun stuff. Um, I actually uh, recently put up some brand new uh, hand-drawn original T-shirts. These things go really fast. I, I don't have time to do a lot of them, but um, they're hand-drawn. I draw them myself right onto the shirt with uh, with Sharpies, colored Sharpies, and people love these shirts, and they, they sell out really quickly when I put them up online. So they might already be gone. I don't know. I just put them up recently, and uh, they could be sold out as we speak because, as I said, I only... I only put one of each shirt. There's no prints. There's no copies. You own the one and only original. And they're a little bit expensive for that reason. Um, they're 65 bucks a shirt. And, uh, you know, I'm just factoring in that, that I'm never allowed to make any reproductions of it. So you get the one and the only. I personally draw it, and uh, people love them. So check it out. Hopefully there's still some there. Great Christmas gift, um, unique Christmas gift, but we do have the magic fuck off t-shirt. Uh, if you want, you can go to the store and actually watch a little video and see how the magic fuck off t-shirt works. People love this shirt. It's hilarious. Watch the video at the web store and you'll uh, see why. Um, so yeah, check it out, harlandwilliams.com. Uh, While you're there, uh, you can write me an email if you want. We have a contact uh, a link there. Also, if you want to phone and leave a message, 323-739-4330. And remember, if you want your child to get through to Santa, you can le have your child leave a message, and we will get it directly to Wally the Elf, Santa's uh, number one elf up at the workshop. But you've got to get it done soon within the next uh, two weeks so that we can get your child's uh, requests uh, up to Wally and he can forward them to Santa. Um, just uh, call the hotline, put your child on the phone, and uh, have him or her talk to Wally, ask questions about Christmas, tell, tell Wally what you want for Christmas. Tell, you can pretty much say anything to Wally. 323-739-4330. Uh, Thirty. Also, please get the Harland Highway uh, mobile app. You can listen to the podcast on your phone wherever you go. It makes it super easy. You can fast forward through things. You can uh, fast rewind to things that you liked. Um, you get uh, the, the most recent 50 episodes. And if you want to become a premier member 
for $20 a year, which is peanuts, you get uh, all 700 episodes. You also get uh, another podcast I do on the side called Let's Have a Fight, which is a ton of fun. Also, uh, my live stand-up performances, plus many other special features if you become a premium member. So do that for yourself for the holidays. Gift yourself the $20 premium membership. Uh, so there you go, gang. Hope you have a, uh, a great holiday season as we kick it off here. Thanks for being here. And until next time, deck the halls with chicken chow mein, baby. Hello. With all men's.